Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the first episode of the Proper Lookout Podcast for 2020. My name's Eden Christopher. I'm a senior associate here at McCabe Kerwood in the Statutory Insurance Group, and I'm going to run through my top three cases for 2019. I hope you all had a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and so let's get underway. The three cases I'm going to talk about are AAO Limited and Singh, probably the biggest case in 2019, Air and Swan, which was a Court of Appeal decision that I want to focus on contributory negligence with, and the third one was Bevan and Coolahan which was a cool case about using the defense of joint illegal enterprise. So let's get into AAO Limited and Singh. Essentially in this case, uh, Mr. Singh was a driver of a truck. The truck had been packed by somebody else and it was negligently packed so that when Mr. Singh went around a corner, that packing of the trailer caused his truck to overturn and he suffered injury. So Mr. Singh lodged a claim for statutory benefits and he was paid up until the six-month mark when the insurer cut those benefits off because of their reading of Section 3.2, Subsection 5. Now, I'll just read that section out for you. That section says, For the purposes of this Act, a liability that the relevant insurer has to pay statutory benefits under this part in respect of death or injury is deemed to be a liability in respect of death or injury caused by the fault of the owner or driver of a motor vehicle involved in the use or operation of the vehicle. So what's that section saying? It's saying that it's deeming fault of the owner or driver of the motor vehicle and therefore they're liable to pay statutory benefits. So what the insurer said was, since the driver was deemed to be at fault, then therefore he is wholly or mostly at fault. And as we know that statutory benefits don't have to be paid beyond six months if the driver or the injured person, sorry, is wholly or mostly at fault. So that was the insurer's reasoning. But what did the Supreme Court think about that? Well, Justice Fagan held that Section 3.2, open brackets 5, is concerned with deeming where financial liability lies. It's not deeming that any person is at fault. Now, that's not the only controversy in that case. There was also controversy about Part 5 and whether or not this was a no-fault accident. The court ultimately found that this was not a no-fault accident because it involved the fault of another person being the person who loaded the container negligently. I'll let you read the case note on that because there's a lot more to it, but I hope I've given you a good brief introduction of why it's so important. The next case I want to talk about is Air and Swan. In Air and Swan, the accident occurred when the defendant attempted to make a right turn into a driveway. At the same time, a car driven by a gentleman named Michael Smith and a motorcycle driven by the plaintiff were travelling in the opposite direction. The plaintiff was travelling directly behind Mr Smith, such that the defendant's view of the plaintiff was obstructed. The defendant commenced turning right without coming to a complete stop. At the same time, the plaintiff increased his speed, passing Mr Smith on the inside, resulting in the plaintiff colliding with the back passenger side of the defendant's vehicle, sustaining injuries. Now, there was controversy in this case about the speed of the plaintiff. The trial judge found that he was travelling 80 kilometres an hour, which was 30 kilometres above the signposted speed limit. The trial judge assessed contributory negligence at 
the finding of the plaintiff's speed was appealed and the assessment of contributory negligence was appealed. In respect of contributory negligence, it was found that the plaintiff was in fact travelling at about 100 kilometres an hour and the Court of Appeal assessed contributory negligence at 80%. The Court of Appeal cited the common law test set out in Podrobrasek and Australian Iron and Steel. They said first there needs to be a comparison of the extent of the culpability of the parties and second, the relative impact of each party's acts in causing the damage. In this instance, the majority of the Court of Appeal had regard to the following. 1. The speed at which both parties were travelling. Notably, the defendant contended that the trial judge's determination that the plaintiff's contribution to the accident in exceeding the speed limit by more than 30 kilometres was equal to the contribution of the defendant failing to slow down more significantly or come to a complete stop. Second, had the plaintiff been travelling at the designated speed limit, the accident could have been avoided. Third, the precautions reasonably required by each respective party involved in a motor vehicle accident may be different in kind where the drivers were in control of the different vehicles. For example, a motorcycle rider faces a greater risk of harm relative to the driver of a car and it is this harm against which the contributory negligence of the plaintiff is to be assessed. The plaintiff's complete disregard for his own safety by travelling at a speed of 100 kilometres an hour and the very significant contribution of that excess speed in causing the accident justified an increase from 50 to 80% on the plaintiff's part. So why is this important? Well, first, the Court of Appeal affirmed the Podrobrasek approach of weighing up the relative importance of the acts by each party when assessing contributory negligence, but keeping in mind the potential for harm each is able to cause by reference to the vehicle in their control. The decision underscores the demise of the lethal weapon principle when it comes to assessing contributory negligence in claims by vulnerable claimants, such as pedestrians, cyclists, and in this case, motorcyclists. Now, the third case I want to talk about is Bevan and Coolahan. The reason I want to talk about this one is because it's got some pretty interesting facts. It's about a drug deal gone wrong. Essentially, the plaintiff was one of four occupants in a vehicle who had all consumed cannabis and crystal methamphetamine. They'd exhausted their supply of drugs earlier the night, and then they drove to their dealer to get a fresh supply. After consuming the drugs in a car park, they were on their return journey home when the driver negligently lost control of the vehicle, causing the plaintiff injury. The plaintiff sued both the driver and the owner of the car, who was actually also a passenger as well. The trial judge dismissed the claim on the basis that all occupants were involved in a joint illegal enterprise and therefore no duty of care was owed to the plaintiff. This decision was appealed, and the Court of Appeal agreed with the trial judge. Justices of Appeal Baston and Leeming accepted the finding and said there was a joint illegal enterprise involving the purchase, consumption, and possession of crystal methamphetamine. The use of the car to travel to the place of purchase and back home carrying some of the purchased drugs, having consumed the rest, was an essential element in that enterprise, the possibility that the driver would, after consuming drugs, drive negligently or dangerously and thereby commit further offences must have been foreseen in circumstances where the very act of driving under the influence of drugs was illegal. So yeah, there you go. My top three cases or the three cases I found most interesting in 2019. I hope that's a good start to the year and a good reminder of some of the principles that were spoken about last year, some of the big cases and there's going to be plenty more to come this year. 
have a good year and I'll see you next time on the Proper Lookout Podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at or visit our website to see McCabe Kerwood's full team of specialists.